We have week 11 sleepers, two-star pitchers, and a sticky situation on our hands. Let's talk about it next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Friday, June 4th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. And let's talk about Ryan Yarbrough, who went into Yankee Stadium and he pitched a complete game. The first complete game for a race starting pitcher since May of 2016. Scott, he is 39% rostered. Are you interested in Ryan Yarbrough? Not really. He's always a pretty good source of whip. Pitching for the Rays, you know, at, at times he'll have a pretty good win total, but the ERA is kind of high, the strikeouts kind of low, and really with the, with the way the Rays have handled their pitching staff, uh, especially this year, you know, there's there's no telling when he's going to go deep enough to actually pay off. You know, three of his previous four starts, he went less than five innings, so those pretty useless in those starts. Obviously, complete game against the Yankees is nice, but just not sure it's something he's going to repeat very much. Great start for Ryan Yarbrough, but I don't think you need to do much with him as of now in fantasy baseball. On the other side, though, Garrett Cole, five innings, five runs, seven strikeouts, but Twitter was ablaze because his spin rates were way down, and this comes on the same day that John Heyman tweeted, evidence was presented at the MLB owners' meetings to suggest that the use of illegal foreign substances by pitchers trying to enhance spin rates and get an edge is very prevalent in the game, so the crackdown will now commence in earnest. Scott, should we be worried about pitchers like Garrett Cole? Yeah, John Heyman wasn't the first place I saw that either. It sounds like there's going to be a sudden change here, and uh, and and suddenly they're going to be enforcing this quite aggressively. So, you know, it's it's hard to say whether that's why Garrett Cole's spin rate was down by more than a hundred RPM in this start. Uh, you mentioned on the full-length podcast, Frank, that the last time he had a spin rate that low on his fastball on a single start was late in 2018. But late in 2018, was that was his first season with the Astros. That was, that was the breakthrough season where he became this awesome pitcher. And, uh, you know, the, his RPMs and his Pirates days were well lower than that. So uh, it's difficult to say what kind of impact this is going to have. I, I think it'll help offense as a whole. It'll hurt pitchers as a whole. But picking out singular pitchers that it's going to impact enough that it really changes our evaluation of them, of them relative to the whole. I think that's difficult to say right now. And the final line for Garrett Cole was not good, but he still had a decent start. 15 swinging strikes on 92 pitches. He did not allow a lot of hard contact. So I think we're just kind of picking out one start here. Let's see what happens for Garrett Cole and other starting pitchers moving forward around baseball. Scott, looking at week 11, who are some sleeper pitchers that you like for this upcoming week? Yeah, so not a great week for two-star pitchers. So many teams are playing five games, so that, that really limits the number. Tony Gonsolin, in theory, is in line for two starts. It'll, the first of them will be his first start back from the IL, and we're, I'm not even sure that's the day he'll come back. But if it is, he gets the Pirates, he gets the Rangers, two really good matchups. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I think that would be justification to go ahead and activate him right away. Albert Alzali is in line for two starts. Matthew Boyd in line for two, one against the Mariners. Uh, but there are some interesting one-start options. Also facing the Mariners, Boyd's teammates, Spencer Turnbull and Casey Mize. That is the single best matchup in baseball. The Mariners, two no-hitters have been thrown against them this year. And another one-star pitcher I like a lot is somebody who just started Thursday, Austin Gomber of the Rockies. He won't be at Coors Field. He'll be in Miami. So that's good news. And 
this this latest start, he set a season high with 18 swinging strikes. It gives him in his past seven starts now a 268 ERA, 0.89 whip, 9.6 K per nine. That's seven stars for Austin Gomber. The control has been much, much better during that stretch. I think with good matchups like this, he's pretty useful. Yep, the walks are down for Austin Gomber. The strikeouts are up. Really good matchup for next week. I'm with you 100% on him. How about some sleeper hitters, Scott, who are rostered in less than 70% of CBS leagues? So just like Tony Gonsolin, AJ Pollock is coming back for the Dodgers, and the Dodgers have the most favorable hitter matchups. Who I like even more, though, is Avisal Garcia. Had a huge month of September. The expected stats are better than the actual stats even. And uh, the Brewers have pretty good matchups. I like Willie Adamas for the same reason. Andrew Benintendi, I like the Royals matchups this week, and, and he's been hot. Hunter Renfro, the Red Sox are one of just three teams playing seven games, and he's been hot, and he's the kind of player who, when he gets hot, can do a lot of damage. Those are a few of the hitters I like. Yep, and I agree with you in terms of uh, Red Sox hitters looking at Hunter Renfro, of course, uh, Andrew Benintendi for the Royals, and uh, even someone like Garrett Cooper if you're in a deeper league. The Marlins, the Royals, and the Red Sox are the three teams that play seven games this upcoming week. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again on Monday morning. Bye-bye!